0: Welcome to this House of Wrestling on Inside the Ropes exclusive. It is me, Nick Hausman. Come on in, everybody. Take your shoes off. Put your hat on the coat rack over here. Get settled in by the fire because we have a great guest sitting here in the living room today inside House of Wrestling, fresh off of his appearances at WWE SmackDown and Raw as part of the 2023 draft. It is WWE holla holla Famer. (laughs) Teddy Long. Teddy, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me here today.
1: Hey, no problem, Nick. Thank you so much for having me, man. You know, me and you, we always together. Oh, of
0: course. Well, I mean, you know where there's smoke, there's fire, right?
1: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yes, thank you.
0: We are, uh, we're going to blaze through the next 15, 20 minutes, whatever it is you're talking to Teddy, but I'll get right to it, man. Uh, you were there, you were backstage for SmackDown and Raw. Uh, what, First of all, what was the vibe like when you got at SmackDown? Did it feel any different than Recent WWE appearances you've done with the
1: company? Well, no, not not much different. You know, a lot of things have changed now. You know, since you know I've been there as, with, was there as general manager. You know, the you know it's a whole lot different now. You know, don't see much of an authority figure. I know uh, Adam is there. You know, but I mean he does a little bit of something every now and then, but not you know that real authority figure like as the GM. But, uh, you know, the vibe was great. Uh, I just had a great time seeing a lot of the young talent. Uh, Selena Vega for one of them, you know, great, great girl. I mean, outstanding worker. I had a chance to talk with her. Uh, Sammy Zayn, you know, who I really think a whole lot of. It's uh, been a little time with so the Bloodline, and, you know, MVP almost. You know, I had a chance to talk with those guys. So everything was good, man. And just to watch the business change and, you know, and stuff, it's just uh, amazing to me.
0: So, so Sammy Zayn's an interesting name you brought up because I saw the uh, the road trip video that Mac put out uh, with you guys, and Sammy Zayn makes an appearance for that. Does a little promo work for you there?
1: Well, uh, I, 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 well, I, you know, I always, you know, me and Sammy, you know, I always told him, you know, even before he got to be as big as he is, I told him, he'll tell you that, you know, I said, man, you, you're you the next big, next, next big thing here. I said, you just watch what I tell you. And so I just, yesterday, you know, I was there and I asked him, you know, we do a little promo for me and Max podcast and he agreed to do that for me, man. And so I really thank him and appreciate it.
0: Yeah, that's awesome, dude. I mean, he's on fire right now. Sammy Zayn. if you predicted he was going to be big, you were right, because he's, he's really big these days.
1: Right. Well, he'll tell you. I told him that even when I saw it coming, you know, I had a chance to be at the Raw 30th. And that's when I really had a chance to talk to him then. And that's when I told him. And right after that, brother, he's set ablaze. Uh, Tell you what I really was impressed with uh, was last night with uh, Dominique Mysterio, brother. He's got more heat than anybody. And that's how you do it. That's real heat. Because if it took me all the way back to the Vicky Guerrero days. Because you remember Vicky, as oh, soon as she opened her mouth, they started booing. They wouldn't even let her talk. And the same thing hit Dominique last night. So uh, he, he's got the real heat there.
0: So, what, what do you think makes Dominic such a good heel?
1: Uh, Well, Dominique has got such a great father, Ray Mysterio, somebody that knows this business in and out and able to talk to him and, and train him the right way and show him exactly how this really works. And the next thing that makes it so much heat is because you tell the story that deals with the family. Nobody wants to see a son mistreat his father. Nobody wants to see a father mistreat their son. So when you involve family in it, you know, you're telling a real story there. You touch a lot of, you know, emotions.
0: Well, I've heard people say that if you, once this whole Rey Mysterio, the Mysterio family stuff wraps up, maybe Dominic Mysterio won't be as good or as interesting as a heel. Do you think that's a case that that or no?
1: I I disagree with that. I think when this thing with him and Rey Mysterio is over, I think Dominic will be a bigger star and a better heel than he is right now. So what I'm saying, I believe right in this stage, I think what they're happening with Dominique now, he's being groomed. And when this, like I said, if it, whenever this blows off with him and Ray, him and his father, I think they put him with whoever else they're going to put him with. And he'll still have the same exact E, but they got to do it right.
0: He, you know, he looks so much like Eddie Guerrero and acts like Eddie
1: Guerrero. It really kind of makes you think, you know. Well, that's 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 the realness in there. You know what I mean? If you go back, you remember they did the story with him and uh, Dominique, where they were saying that Eddie was his father. We you remember, know what
0: We I mean? all, we all remember. You lived it. We all watched it on television. Teddy.
1: Yes, yes, yes. And that's that. I mean, that's great. I mean, because that's reality. That's life. There are people walking around right now that basically are not sure who their dad is, or somebody told them, well, this is your father. Then three or four years down the road, they find out that it wasn't. It was somebody else. So that's real life.
0: Yeah, for sure. Well, hey, uh, back to the back to you here real quick. So you're at the show. Uh, a lot of people were very confused the first night you were uh, doing a pick for Raw uh, on the SmackDown show. Uh, you are synonymous with WWE SmackDown. They got it right on Raw. You were back to doing
1: SmackDown picks. <laughs> what, 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 what did you think about doing a pick for Raw? Did that feel weird to you? Well, no, not at all. Because what I thought that they were doing then, you know, is not to get the people confused and really have them to think that I'm coming back to run SmackDown. So, right. and I thought that was a good move, you know, right there. Because I'm not coming back to be the GM. I'm just coming back to be a part of the draft or whatever else, you know, they want me to do. So, I think that was, that was good. It didn't feel weird to me at all.
0: Yeah, and you got paired up with JBL, another
1: person. <laughs> yeah, well, you know me and JBL, we've been friends ever since you know we I started in WWE in 1998, man, and so uh, just a great honor to be out there with him. And you know when he, uh, if if we can go back, you know he gave me one of the greatest Hall of Fame speeches that I think anybody could ever do because he told the truth and he said exactly like it was. And so you know I I love JBL. He and he cares a lot about me and. We're just, a, we, you know, we're a team together, man. What a great guy.
0: Yeah, for sure. You look great. It, well, there were a lot of talents that were brought in. You had Bischoff in there. Rob Van Dam was there. Do you, uh, you and RVD have a chance to to sneak out back?
1: Of you course know? we did. You know we did. Nice. <laughs> how was it? Uh, how, Yes, sir.
0: How was that? How was that hanging out with Rob, getting loose?
1: Well, well brother, up? we had a hell of a conversation. That's all I can tell you. Okay, got it. Wonderful. <laughs>
0: well, speaking of backstage, so, like, the big thing, the, everybody's wondering about, you know the backstage vibe at this show because it seems like you know there's a lot of a a lot of change going on was vince first of all was vince backstage did you notice he was back there at all doing anything or no no i didn't see vince at all okay and was hunter then running the show from gorilla and all that yes yes yeah yeah because a lot of people are curious right now if vince is back and he's got his fingerprints on the product but i didn't know from your perspective if you if you saw anything or if it just felt like business is normal with with Hunter running the show there that day.
1: No, everything was, uh, you know, just like Vince Vince was there. You know, I didn't see him, but Hunter and Bruce Pritchard, you know, they were running things. So, you know, everything was smooth, just like Vince was there. Yeah, for sure.
0: Well, and, yeah, one of the other groups you uh, said you got the chance to talk to backstage I wanted to follow up on was the Usos, man. Uh, Dude, the bloodline is crushing it right now. And uh, I'm sure getting to pick their minds right now. I mean, this is like the peak of the Usos' career right now. A lot of people are talking about how they're arguably getting in the realm of like greatest tag team of all time uh, discussions. you feel that way when you, when you hang out with these guys when you see their work?
1: Yes, I do. And uh, like I said, I've known those kids that man, the Usos when they were babies, you know, when uh, they were just little bitty kids with Rikishi, you know, I remember going down to Pensacola, Florida, when Rikishi was living there and they were growing up as kids. So I remember them way back when. And so I've always known them. And so, I, like I did, I told Jimmy, I told him this right to his face. I said, brother, believe me, this is the hottest thing that they've got right now. This takes us back. This, what they're doing takes us back to the Attitude Era. I mean, where you want to come and you want to see it and you want to find out what's going to happen. So these guys are just on fire right now. And so I just hope they keep doing the right thing and uh, keep this thing going.
0: It sounds like you think the WWE creative is going in largely a good direction at the moment.
1: Well, I I really do. I really do. It's certainly turned around, man. Things are, you know, really better now, you know, than, you know, some of the previous shows that I had a chance to watch, you know. But right now, I think they're on fire.
0: Well, a lot of people got upset when Cody Rhodes lost at WrestleMania. And I don't know if you share that same passion you feel Cody should have won that night. But I I hear from people every day frustrated uh, about that loss and how they're like, oh, I don't know where you, you put Cody or Roman Reigns from here. I I don't know what you thought about that decision.
1: Well, my thing is this, you know, uh there's a time for everything. You know, a lot of the wrestling fans, they don't understand, you know, this is based on timing. Sometimes it's not the right time to put the to belt on somebody. You know, you have to wait a little bit, build something, get a story, make something get something to work there and then put the belt on him. So I I I I'm I I really don't, you know, cuz I don't know what they what their plans are for Cody. I don't know which way they're going or what they're going to do with him, but whatever decision that they make, they made it for a reason, and I guarantee you maybe the people that didn't like that decision, probably as as this thing continues to move on with Cody and Brock, then they'll see exactly why they didn't do it.
0: Do you think do you think they'd be interested in doing another Cody match like a Cody Roman Reigns match now that uh down the road or do you think that they've kind of, you know, well i don't
1: know i think the only way that they do that then cody would have to do something real spectacular to brock lesnar cody would have to some kind of way slip over on brock and then you then you put cody back with roman
0: yeah um well we're going we're going into backlash uh in puerto rico first of all how cool is it that wwe is returning to puerto rico that's a great country for pro wrestling i don't know how much you've how much business you've done down there working
1: over the years you know what i never had did any business there never been to puerto Rico at all i've almost went there at one time they uh carlos cologne i think he called me and talked to me and uh nighters blocked it so that i couldn't go so Wait. But, uh, yeah yeah really?
0: exactly
1: yeah they told me that
0: well okay well all right well i think it's cool they're going bad bunny was in the house Is there any chance you got to see bad bunny backstage or anything like yes, that?
1: Yes, I did. Yeah, I got a chance to say hello to him, man. What a great guy.
0: Yeah, for sure. What do you think of what he's doing right now?
1: Well, I think what he's doing, he's having a great time. He's enjoying, you know, having the time of his life. You know, he's got his own career, but he's a wrestling fan. And also he wanted to be a part of the of this business. And so for him to be able to, you know, trend, you know, trend, you know, move from what he's doing into the wrestling world, I think that's a great thing. And like I said, he's he's doing something that he's wanted to do all his life and he's having a good time.
0: What What's he like when he's there? Is he hanging out in the locker room or is he like away from everybody? Is he one of the boys? What What kind of well, guy is he?
1: Well, I just saw him, you know, walking around, you know, with, uh, you know, talking to a couple of the, the, the guys, the talent. I think the guy that he's uh, working with in Puerto Rico, and uh, that's it. He was as cool as he could be.
0: Yeah, man, it's crazy right now how they've been able to successfully co-op guys like him and Logan Paul and bring him in, and actually have celebrities coming to do half-deep wrestling matches these days.
1: Right, right. Yeah, well, that's why I say that the business has changed because you, you know, as well as me, fifteen years ago, wouldn't nothing like that happen. <laughs>
0: Um, well, there was a lot uh, there was a lot made. I wanted to get your take on the Hall of Fame this year. Um, obviously, you are a Hall of Famer, and they welcomed another referee into the Hall of Fame, Mike Kyoto this year. Now, a lot of people are saying this is the first ref, but technically, you were the first referee to go in. But a lot of people say you're more of a personality. You weren't sent in as, as specifically just a referee, you know?
1: Right. Well, I, you know, I didn't go in as a, you know, in the Hall of Fame as a referee. They inducted me as, you know, being general manager SmackDown and for as maybe, you know, managing the guys that I manage. But see, refereeing, people don't understand. I love that because if it hadn't been for me being a referee, I wouldn't be where I am today. So uh, I think it's a great thing that they're now deciding to put referees in the Hall of Fame. I, I'm so happy for Tim White. God rest his soul, man. He was a great guy. I had a chance to work with him when I first got there, man. And he always looked out for me, man. What a great guy. And also Mike Kyoto, another good friend of mine. I had a oh, chance Tim to arrive. I think that, I said
0: with... Kyoto, I meant Tim White. I'm sorry. Yes.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: Right. I wanted to double back there. Sorry.
1: Okay. All right. Kyle well, Gabor. like I said, with Tim White, you know, you know, I, you know, know, no, nobody deserves it better than Timmy White.
0: Yeah, for sure, man. And, like, that's the thing. It's nice to see more people in the business that are outside of just the rest are starting to get some appreciation and love in that regard, you know. And- I don't know if you think that'll change now that Vince McMahon has less sway over that. I don't know if you think Hunter will be rewarding more of those people now.
1: Well, I really, you know, since I think – I hopefully think that by them, you know, putting Tim White in – Timmy White in, that I hope that is the beginning of something. You know, I hope maybe next year, you know, we can get Mike Kyoto Chioda- uh, Jimmy Cordaris, you know, Chad Patton, you know, guys that have you know struggled and you know been part of the struggle and been in this business for a long, long time. And it's certainly, you know, if you want to say it, they paid their dues. So hopefully you know these guys can make it to the to the Ripleys Hall of Fame.
0: So how do you feel about your relationship with WWE right now? I know we've had conversations in the past where we've talked about how you were frustrated, but I mean, there's been a big regime change, and you know you're you seem to be more present these days.
1: Uh, how do you feel? Well, like you just said, they had a had a regime change. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that that that's the, that. There you go, right there. But uh, I feel real good, man. Like I said, I'm not there to try to be full time anymore. You know what I mean? I really don't want that. You know, I just want to enjoy the rest of my life, you know, and and go back and make a presence like I'm doing, you know, like I just did this past weekend. You know, I'm happy with that. But if they want me to come back and do something full time, I got no problem with that. But I think, like you said, with the regime change now, it's a lot better. You know, the morale is better because I was there. I had a chance to witness that. So, You know, I you know, I'd love to be, you know, a full time part of it if that's what they wanted me to do.
0: What do you think about Endeavor coming in here? I mean, it's it's only going to be WWE as you know it for like maybe a couple more months because pretty soon they're going to have it's going to be like WWE and UFC as one big company, which is wild to think about.
1: Well, I don't, you know, that's, that's just hard to really discuss right now because you just don't know what the plans are and you don't know what direction, you know, the company is really going in. So I think the only thing we have to do now is just sit back and just watch and see what happens. But I really feel within myself that they're making a great move by what they're doing now. And I think it's going to be better for the boys and, and everybody
0: yeah for sure let's talk about like what are you doing here now teddy outside of all the wwe stuff i know you like to keep busy what are what are some of the promotions you're working with right now?
1: well i'm going uh this uh weekend this saturday i'm uh, i'll be up in saratoga new york i think saratoga saratoga it's right Sar- outside of Aub- <laughs> albany pretty sure it's saratoga pretty sure it's
0: okay. Saratoga. <laughs> right.
1: well i'm going i'll be there saturday and sunday for a big comic con uh i'll be doing that this weekend. Also, next weekend, uh, I'm going to be in St. Louis for the Wrestling Hall of Fame. They're going to do a trip at the Bruiser Brody there. Uh, JBL is going to be there with me also. Uh, I think they'll be inducting Jerry Briscoe. So, there's going to be a lot of legends going to be on that show. So, Saratoga's is coming up this weekend. Next weekend, St. Louis for the Wrestling Hall of Fame. Uh, maybe giving some people a shout-out down in Jackson, Mississippi. Uh, somebody called me for a Comic-Con down there, but I'll give you the – it's on a later date. So, when I do confirm that, I'll be talking more about that.